Hi, I'm Taylor, and welcome to the TD Nutrition Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the TD Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 20. 20 episodes, pretty crazy that I've already done like 19 episodes so far. Um, So I felt that episode 20, it was a good time for this particular topic. I think that we're comfortable enough with each other to talk about our poop. So this episode is all about bowel movements and what is normal, what normal poop looks like, um, ways that you can support healthy bowel movements and some things to avoid because those things probably will cause constipation and other issues. Talking about bowel movements can be embarrassing for a lot of people. Um, I know with clients working with them one-on-one, I have to ask about bowel movements. I mean, that's a huge indicator on the state of someone's gut health and digestion. It kind of gives you a clue as to what's happening inside their body. And and again, it's an embarrassing topic for a lot of people to talk about. Um, And it's funny because, you know, a lot of us have dogs and we have to look at our dog's poop every day. We have to pick it up every day. But when it comes to our own poop, sometimes it's a little bit harder to talk about and discuss what's normal. So we're going to get into all of that today. So poop is a brown blob that is the remainder of the food that we've eaten after our body has absorbed all the nutrients that it needed from the food. So it's made up of these undigested food particles, bacteria, mucus, and dead cells that we don't need anymore, and our body flushes it out. And that's typically why poop doesn't smell very good, because it's made up of all those things. Poop is our body's natural way of getting rid of waste that it doesn't need, and this can even include toxins and other things that are built up in our bodies that we need to flush out. And this is why it's so important to have regular bowel movements, because if you're not, you're not flushing out these toxins that need to come out and they just sit in our body. And then that can cause different chronic symptoms, things that just don't make us feel great. The way your poop looks and smells and the frequency of your bowel movements give you insight to what's going on inside of your body and the state of your gut health. So usually your bowel movements can be a great indicator if you have any gut imbalance or something going on with your digestion that's not right. And then at that point, that could be a sign like, hey, okay, I think something's off. And then you can kind of try to figure out what it is from there. So let's talk about the frequency of bowel movements. Ideally, you will want to be having a bowel movement at minimum once a day. So you should be going at least once a day, um, ideally in the morning time, shortly after you get up. So if you get up and within you being awake from 30 minutes to an hour, you have a bowel movement, that's great. That is really what you want. Um, And the sooner after you wake up that you have a bowel movement, the better. That's a good sign that your body is flushing things out properly. Um, But if, if your poop schedule is you go later in the day, that's also fine. But as long as you're going at least once a day is important. Skipping days really is a sign that something's off or maybe something in your diet is needs to change. Also, 
If you go more than once a day, that's even better. I mean, everyone's frequency varies from person to person. Um, in a perfect world, we would all go like twice a day. And that would mean because we're eating um, clean diets, high in fiber, and we're all really hydrated. Um, so you may find as you make dietary changes to better your health that you go twice a day and that's your new normal for your bowel movements. And that is perfectly okay. Um, but at minimum, we want to go once a day. So if you're not going once a day and you skip days, you know, that's that's really not healthy. Um, I mean, I think a lot of us have experienced gut imbalance at some point and know what it's like to not have a daily bowel movement and how uncomfortable that is. Um, I mean, I experienced that while, on he- while I was on heavy antibiotics for Lyme disease, and that was not fun. So a lot of my Lyme disease treatment was trying to figure out how do we combat this constipation while on the antibiotics that I was on and that was just not fun and we know antibiotics just you know tear apart our gut balance and so of course that's going to have an impact on your bowel movements Uh, and even before my Lyme disease uh, I remember in college the only reason that I started drinking coffee was because it helped me go to the bathroom every day if I didn't drink coffee I couldn't go to the bathroom And looking back, I'm like, my poor diet at that time, like I was eating like no fiber. So it's no wonder I couldn't go to the bathroom. So, you know, going every day is important. And if you're not going every day, you need to be looking at your diet and seeing what you can do to fix that and and go every day because that's, it's very important that we expel toxins every day. Um, It's part of the way our bodies are designed. Now we're gonna talk about the textures of poop. And given that this is a podcast and not a video, um, I have to use some descriptive terms, so this may not be fun for everyone to listen to, but I think it's important to understand what your poop should look like and not just like the color. And I'm going to talk about the color as well, but this is just textures because the texture of your poop can actually give signs to what exactly your body needs. So first... We have separate hard lumps. They almost look like little nuts, basically. And this means that you aren't eating enough fiber and you're not drinking enough water. Sausage-shaped but lumpy poops. This isn't as serious as like the separate lumps, but it's still a sign that you're lacking fiber and hydration. So it's still like not ideal if it looks like that. Sausage-shaped poop with cracks on the surface this is somewhat normal, but the cracks are a sign that you're dehydrated. So it's better than having like a lumpy shape, but it's still a sign that you need to be drinking more fluids. Sausage shaped poop that's smooth and soft. This is goals. This is what you want your poop to look like. It means that everything in your body is working optimally and that you're hydrated and you're getting enough fiber and everything is working as it should. So Having like a sausage shaped poop that's smooth and soft, that's like the goal. So have that in your mind when you're looking at your poop after you go to the bathroom the next time. Soft blobs with clear cut edges. This isn't necessarily terrible. It's considered normal if you have multiple bowel movements in a day. So if you go more than once a day and you have softer blobs that do have edges, that's all right because you're probably having smaller bowel movements a few times in the day and that's that's normal. Fluffy pieces with ragged edges that's kind of mushy. So this is like on the edge of normal. It's like on its way to being diarrhea but not quite. So like keep an eye on it. 
watery stool with no solid pieces. This is considered diarrhea and it's typically caused by some sort of infection and having diarrhea is the way that our bodies clean out any infection that may be present. So if this does happen, you just want to make sure you drink extra water because your body is going to be losing a little bit more fluids than normal. So you want to make sure you're replenishing all that fluid. Soft and sticks to the side of the toilet bowl. So this type of stool means that there's too much oil in your stool and your body isn't absorbing fats properly. Or it could also mean that you're eating too many fats in your diet and so it's just being passed. Um, so keep an eye out for that because it could be a malabsorption of fats or eating too many fats. And I feel like more often than not, it's because a person is eating too many fats and you would just want to cut down your fat intake. Now we're going to talk about the shades of poop. So first is brown, and this is the natural color of poop. It's brown because the liver produces bile and the bile helps to break down foods and that bile comes out when we use the bathroom. So the liver's producing bile, it goes with our food and it passes through the rest of our digestive tract. So that's where that brown color comes from and that's typically what is normal. Green, green stool could be a sign that food is moving through your large intestine too fast so that you have too quick of a transit time. And I'll talk about transit times in a minute. Yellow stool, when poop is greasy and it smells like extra bad, worse than normal, and it's yellowish, this is a sign of excess fat in the poop or in your stool or malabsorption due to celiac disease. So, you know, if you don't have celiac disease and you have this color stool, it could be um, excess fat. But if you have celiac or you suspect you might have celiac, this could be why it is this color. Black stool. This could be a sign that you're bleeding internally and typically the where the bleeding is happening, it's probably in your stomach. So the blood sits in or goes through the rest of the digestive tract. And by the time you actually have a bowel movement, it's no longer red and it's black. Um, and usually this bleeding could be due to an ulcer or a potential cancer. Um, it could also be due to taking vitamins that contain iron or bismuth. And it can cause that could cause poop to turn black. Um, even like certain cases of food poisoning can cause this. Um, so if your poop is black and you haven't taken one of those supplements um, and you don't have food poisoning, you would definitely want to contact your doctor about that, especially if it's like not doesn't seem to be going away. Next is light colored white or like clay colored stool. And if this is a color that you don't normally see. It could mean that there's like a bile duct obstruction um, and you would want to see your doctor for that because that means that the bile is not getting to your food, which is what makes food brown. So if it's pale, again, there's no bile. But if you typically see this color, like this color is normal for you, then, you know, that's probably fine. But if you're if that's not the color of your stool typically, then you would want to ask your doctor about that. And the last color is red stool or blood in your stool. And so this could mean that there's bleeding in the lower intestinal tract. So it's like more fresh blood because it's red. The oxygen is still 
in the blood, which makes it red, versus if it's black stool, it's from like your upper stomach. So it's been sitting in the digestive tract longer. And this could be due to inflammation in the intestinal tract, possibly cancer, but this would be another case in which you would wanna ask your doctor because this isn't considered normal. Now we're gonna talk about transit times. So transit times is the amount of time it takes for food that you've eaten to be digested and passed in a bowel movement. A normal transit time varies from 24 to 48 hours. So we're all a little different, but normal is in that range, 24 to 48 hours. You don't want too short of a transit time, so less than 24 hours, and you don't want longer, a longer transit time, so more than 48 hours. Um, and if you're not sure what your transit time is, something really cool that you could do is drink some beet juice or eat some beets, like red beets, and when you do have a bowel movement that's kind of red, it won't be like super red, um, like if you had actual blood in your stool, but it will be somewhat red from the beet juice or the fresh beets. And you'll be able to tell what your transit time is. So if you drink the beet juice or eat the beets at dinner time, and then the next time that your bowel movements are kind of reddish, you'll know that's your transit time. So. Um, that's kind of a fun thing to do to get an idea if your digestive system is breaking things down at a good rate. Um, I know sometimes people suggest you could do it with um, activated charcoal capsules or something. And I wouldn't suggest ingesting activated charcoal. Um, it's really not that good for you. It could be toxic. And I'm going to talk more about that in a bit. Let's talk about some tips for improving your bowels. So first is to hydrate, and you would want to drink a gallon of liquid a day. And it doesn't have to be a gallon of all water. The gallon can include fresh juices, fresh fruits, because fresh fruits contain water as well. So it can be just a combination of that. It doesn't have to be all water. Um, and when you're properly hydrated, it ensures that the colon is able to be slippery enough to let stools pass through easily. So when it's not slippery enough, that's when you start getting backed up and getting constipated. Next, you would want to eat more fiber. We should be getting 25 to 50 grams of fiber per day. I mean, some people can get away with more fiber. Again, like historically speaking, like a long time ago, we used to get like 150 grams of fiber a day. And now most people in the U.S. barely get 10 to 15 grams a day. So most people don't get enough fiber. Um, and increasing your fiber to a range of 25 to 50 grams, that's ideal. But if it's better than that um, and you feel better with an even higher amount of fiber, that's great too. Um, so you can kind of play around with what your sweet spot is for your fiber intake. The next is try celery juice every day. Celery juice is amazing for our digestion. It really helps with bowel movements and it helps to effectively rebuild our stomach's balance and the supply of hydrochloric acid, which hydrochloric acid is what breaks down our food and it makes it easier to break down our food and digest things. Celery juice also strengthens the digestive system by helping to heal the liver which leads to an increase in bile production. And this helps to ease constipation and bloat because when we're not producing enough bile, that's another way things can get backed up. So proper liver function is also important to digestion and celery juice helps all of that. Um, and also celery juice helps to flush out pathogens such as bad bacteria and viruses, even things like fungus and mold. 
and it leads to strengthening all the intestinal linings, which is great. And that's, you know, another thing that helps healthy bowels. And um, celery juice is one of like the best ways, if not like the number one way to fix your digestive health. So, you know, if out of all the tips I'm giving you, if you add in celery juice and that's it, you'll definitely notice a difference. Next is aloe vera. Aloe vera calms ulcers, hemorrhoids, gastritis, diverticulitis, colitis, irritable bowel syndrome, and other digestive disorders. Aloe vera also provides recovery from fatigue and aids in muscle function, as well as the optimal utilization of different vitamins and minerals and enzymes. Aloe vera also helps to soothe acidosis and alkalizes the whole body. And aloe vera is great to eat if you're constipated. You can blend a few inches of the inner part of an aloe leaf with 16 ounces of water and drink that regularly regularly throughout the day. That will help relieve constipation. Other foods that help with better bowel movements are collard greens, blackberries. Blackberries also help to reduce the risk of colon cancer. Basil. Basil provides immediate relief from gas, stomach cramps, nausea. It's also a powerful anti-inflammatory, and so it can provide relief for inflamed bowel conditions like colitis, IBS, Crohn's disease, and celiac disease. Bananas are also great. They also help reduce the risk of colon cancer. Figs, they work as an excellent laxative, and they're high Mucin content helps to eliminate toxic waste and mucus from the colon. Potatoes are great at soothing the digestive tract. Papaya is also soothing to the digestive tract, is great for constipation, and it's just a very easily digestible food on the stomach. Marshmallow root is a great thing to take if you are feeling constipated. You can get it in tea form or capsule form. So any of those things or all of those things are great to do to help your bowel movements be more regular. Now I'm going to talk about some don'ts when it comes to bowel care. So first, you're not going to want to ingest activated charcoal. I know sometimes this could be recommended when you are constipated to help you have a bowel movement but it actually backs you up and it can be toxic over time. I know that when I was really constipated while I was on antibiotics, um, I was taking activated charcoal and it really did nothing. I mean, it definitely made things worse. Marshmallow root was something that I had a much better luck with. And then just eating more high fiber foods was much more helpful than activated charcoal. It, It didn't really help at all. Another thing not to do is don't take collagen supplements. Collagen supplements, they don't actually add collagen to our bodies like they claim to. Collagen from animals or even other sources, um, they settle in our intestines, promoting the growth of bad bacteria, which then causes digestive issues and discomfort and can even lead to constipation. You're better off eating foods and taking supplements that help our bodies to produce its own collagen versus just taking collagen from something else and 
ingesting it thinking it's going to replace our own collagen it doesn't really work that way like we can produce our own collagen we just need to be eating the right foods to help our body produce collagen and that's a much better method than taking a collagen supplement which can actually cause digestive issues and so one of the things that you're better off taking supplement wise instead of collagen is a silica supplement and or you can eat foods high in silica uh, and silica helps to heal brittle bones, teeth, hair, and nails. It's also well known for its anti-aging, anti-wrinkle properties because it's able to help form collagen and repair damaged or loose skin along with like a clean diet. So taking silica while eating a clean diet is so much better for our collagen production than just taking a collagen supplement that's not going to do anything. And so here are some foods that are high in silica. There's melons cucumbers, artichokes, asparagus, dandelion, and leafy greens. So if you do take activated charcoal or you take a collagen supplement and you feel like you do have issues with constipation, hopefully now you have answers and can cut those out and your bowel movements will improve. That wraps up the episode all about bowel movements. Hopefully you learned something maybe you didn't already know about our poop and what's normal and what's like a normal texture and normal transit time and how often we should be going, all of those things. Um, and if you're not having a bowel movement every day, I hope that you learn some different things that you can do every day like little changes even, to help you have a bowel movement at least once every single day. And if you feel like you have a deeper gut issue or digestive issue uh, and want some one-on-one -on -one support and guidance to help fix your gut health, I'd love to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. And you can send me an email at tdnutritioncoaching at gmail.com. As always, thanks for listening. <laughs>